That's KC may contain graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for the ears of some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Uh, in Kansas City is where we are. Listen up now, don't get too far. You tuned in to hear some stories told by two ladies named Hillary. Hey! <laughs> Ready, Freddy, Mercury. Ready. Okay. <laughs> Ready, Freddy, Freddy. Oh, we are the champions, though. Right? I wish. I'm going to put that. I think I want to make a vision board like Christine does, on, and that's why we drink because that might help. Oh, good God! It would it would help for a lot of things. I'll do it. I'll put my head on accepting an Oscar, obviously. <laughs> oh, good oh goodness, it's fine. It might also be the Robitussin that I might be slightly delirious. It's fine. And your Tussin? My Tussin. I got. It's just off-brand. Robitussin is just Tussin. Because mm-hmm. I went Dollar General and also Hy-Vee. Both had Tussin. It was less than $3. That's weird. Tussin. It's fine. It's terrible. But also, I can, like, slightly breathe out of my nose. Okay. Oh, anyway. Anywho. <laughs> Enough of my nasal congestion. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. Hello. Uh, I'm cold. Episode. Are you cold in here? No, no, but I also I don't know why. walked up stairs. That's true. And moved around for a while. Uh, episode 22. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's weird. <laughs> uh, that's Casey. If Casey you're listening to this there for the first time, uh, but we do suggest going back to all the other episodes. Uh, true Crime and Paranormal of Kansas City... Missouri and Kansas slash whatever we can find in either state. <laughs> uh, we sip uh, uh, local, as in whatever we can find that's local to either state. <laughs> uh, wines or beverages and stuffs. And give a fun Casey fact and an escape room tip. I'm Hillary Holt. And I'm Hillary Batliner. And that's Casey. Okay, we're done. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, my, we just got one wine tonight because I'm not hungry yet. I'm not and hungry. I'm not feeling good. Yeah. It might be my fault. I might have given you my cold. No, it's not a cold oh. feeling. It's like stomach. Oh, like, stomach I just don't want to eat anything because it might not stay down. Oh, gross. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's like anxiety caused. Ah. Which is not fun. Yeah. So it's like, I feel kind of hungry, but, but I don't uh, want to chance it. Yeah. That usually yeah. happens if I'm, like, tired. I'll probably eat at, like, 8 o'clock or so. Probably. I'm definitely, Way after nicer. this, going to get Dairy Queen and going to Casey's apartment, and then we're just going to hang out. Nice. We probably should watch Saturday Night Live. That's probably what's going to happen. You should. Mm-hmm. Uh, my uh, Casey wine is uh, Montel... M-O-N-T-E-L-L-E. It's a Himmelsfein. I think it's German. So. Oh, I was like, excuse me? A Himmelsfein. 
uh, sweet oh. white wine. They're from Augusta, Missouri. Augusta. <laughs> Augusta, Missouri. Um, back of the label says uh, Himmelswein, meaning wine from heaven in German, is a crisp and racy oh. <laughs> sweet white wine. It has the aromas and flavors of green grapes and lemonade, followed by a hint of peach and apricot. Serve chilled as an aperitif or with cold chicken, turkey, or sandwiches. Motel is a family-owned and operated winery. We attend to every detail from the growing of the grapes on our land to the winemaking, packaging, and sales of the finished product. Our vineyards are located in the mineral-rich glacial soils of Augusta Viticultural Area. So many words, right. which is the first designated AVA in the U.S., which we talked about that last week. Yeah. So my wine facts. Casey, Missouri, Missouri wine facts. Anyway, uh, the soils locally referred to as glacial dust, quote unquote, provide a unique element to the wines grown here. We have a singular purpose to produce award winning wines at a reasonable price. <laughs> yeah, this is only like eight ninety nine. Nice. Yeah. And they had a peach one that was six ninety nine, but it already done a peach thing and I wanted yeah. to say Himmelstein. <laughs> um Montel Winery is perched dramatically on the top of the Osage Ridge with majestic views of the Missouri River, vineyards, forests, pastures, and farmland. Uh, you can go www.montelle.com. Yeah. In Augusta, Missouri. Because it only has 10% alcohol by volume. Yeah. That's weird. I know. I'm used to them at least having 12. Right. Uh, and this, yeah, obviously the picture on the bottle is, must be there. Dramatic. Oh, the dramatically dramatic. placed yeah. winery. Off the cliff. <laughs> Off the cliff. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, it's very sweet. I like sweet. Nice. Does it very taste nice. like lemonade? Or is there a lemonade mm, flavor in okay. there? Yeah. You know? I thought yeah. that was interesting that they said it was lemonade. It's very light, like lemonade, but mm. not very tart. Just nice. Good. And yeah, the apricot, I definitely get that at the end. Oh, God. Okay. Well, you're tooth. supposed to, I was like, you're supposed to drink <laughs> I'm it. I'm just going to bite it. Punch yourself in the face <laughs> mug. Oh, man. So, so pour it in your mouth, oh, not oh, shove it in your It's not going very well. Like, yeah, because last episode was like kind of sniffly. Now this I'm like slightly over it, but still mm-hmm. sniffly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I'm just glad you didn't give it to me because I've been pissed. Yeah. Should you try to say I gave it to him? It's like, no, you haven't been in. No, he has children. <clears throat> yeah, yes, yeah, so children who have touched everything and, and who escaped also, from things. Also, I just was told like last week or so that they were both throwing up at different oh, times. Gross. Yeah. Which was like, okay. So anytime he's sick, I'm like, well, it's your kids. <laughs> yeah. He called kids are just kids sick touch little me. things. Yeah, I, I sanitize all doorknobs today. Oh, good. All the major yeah, I'm doorknobs. Wait, I'm still waiting for the Lysol to get here at work. Amazon, please. It's oh, was yeah, it? it wasn't, wasn't like a, it wasn't like a prime ah. delivery, whatever. So it'll ah. be here this week, I believe. Sometime, I believe. The Lysol, everything, especially that Sherlock hat that everyone puts on their head. Yes, and the Lysol, <laughs> Lysol, literally everything in the room. Everything, all the air and everything. And there's a three pack, so I will probably use all yes. of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. definitely. 
Uh, what else? I had, I had a fun Saturday. Improv mm-hmm. too hard. I had two shows. They went well. Too hard. And my body, it hurts very much. But I was, yeah, improving as a, a dog, but uh, during dating game. And I was trying to move around like a dog, and then I hit my shin on the chair. And so I just sat there again and just kind of wiggled back and forth like a dog. Her name's Rosie, oh. and she's a really good girl. She was super excited to be here. Uh, and on her first date, we would definitely go to a park. <laughs> Whoop! <laughs> How was your how was the service and everything? For it you? was good. Yeah, it was good. it was just kind of weird. Yeah, since it happened like a while ago, so mm-hmm. we had to wait a whole, a whole month to do memorial service. But otherwise, it was good. And then Sunday was just spent kind of winding down and doing yeah. more family stuff. But put up like my mom's Christmas lights with her, and and I put up our Christmas tree. Yeah, <laughs> and garlands. So I was like, I'm gonna get in the festive mood now. Yeah. Yeah, I I'm, put it up all by myself too, and it's pretty sh- damn straight. Did it? I do say so myself. Oh, the street, the tree. Yeah, yeah. Does it come with all the lights on it like that? Yeah, all but the all but the strand that like stays lit. I added those. Ah, because otherwise the there's no plug for the uh, star at the top. Ah, so I wrap a whole other set of lights around it to plug in the star. Nice. Yeah. But I can't get my phone to freaking connect to it. It's supposed to be Bluetooth tree. What? And I can't get the Bluetooth Excuse to work. Excuse me? It comes up on my phone, so I don't know if I need to, like, look at it or if my phone's, like, too new or something. I have no idea. But, yeah. That's a bunch of bull. What? I'm going to see if my phone can connect to it. Oh, maybe. I'll go turn on the Bluetooth real quick. Okay. Oh, my gosh, guys. You can play Christmas music through uh, my Christmas tree. Absolutely not. It's, it's not Christmas so yet. I mean, it is after Thanksgiving. Bluetooth search. Okay. Oh. That means Bluetooth is on. Uh huh. And it should come up as Christmas. <laughs> okay. And it's scanning right now. Okay. We'll see. My phone is plugged in my computer because it's. Yes, scary. I don't know if it's like an iPhone thing or if it's like just older. Mm, maybe. No yeah. The tree's only like a couple years old, I think. So. Yeah. How was your Thanksgiving? You have Thanksgiving at your mom's house or your aunt's mm-hmm. house? My mom's house. Ah. Well, technically my sister's house, but yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> we yeah. moved it this year to my sister's house. Ah. Uh, but yeah, it was good. It was crazy. Yeah. Because this will come out This will come out a week after Thanksgiving because oh, we forgot weird. to talk about Thanksgiving uh, <laughs> in yeah. the last episode. Uh, Whatever. Eh. It's all fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, yeah. It was nice. I worked and then... Mm-hmm. I went home and went to sleep and woke up to a bunch of leftovers my mom brought me. Well, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. So much. And we were up and cooking and stuff at like 9 a.m. Yeah. Like prepping the night before, but then like up and cooking and doing stuff at 9 a.m. Then didn't get home till uh-uh. late. No. Oh, I went to the <laughs> zoo last Wednesday. What? Yeah. With my little sister. Cause wasn't it freezing that day? It was, it was chilly, but it wasn't like super freezing. But we went... Um, like some of the some of the animals weren't animals weren't there. Like we didn't go to the Africa part because it was the, would have been just like like three animals. Mm-hmm. Um, but the orangutans were there. It was super mm. cute in their enclosed mm-hmm. thing. It's like a, an actual family, like the mom and yeah. the sister and the grandma and then the. Were they doing any little training things for them? Mm-mm. No. Last they time were just we were, hanging last out. time we were there, they were doing like the training thing. So like they were trying to get them to do stuff like on their iPads. 
Uh. And, like, they have, like, little, like, games that they play. So they stick their fingers through, and if they do something right, they give them a little squirt of sugar-free Kool-Aid, and that's their favorite treat. So they get sugar-free Kool-Aid all the time. It's super oh adorable. Gosh. Yeah. It was just cute. It was cute. A little, the little, yeah, like the little, little baby. Dusty. Mm-hmm. It was, like, one or something. And now they have a new baby otter. His name is Otis. It was just, he was just born, like, maybe two weeks ago or something. Some otters. No, he wasn't out there yet. Okay. He, like, just got out there with his mom and dad, like, a couple days ago. Ah. He's okay. been behind the scenes. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We did I just may otters. or may not follow the zoo on Facebook, so I, I enjoy otters. They might Me be too. one of my favorites. They're so cute. 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 Uh, and yeah, we saw the penguins. Yes, cute. those are my, fa- my absolute favorite. Yes. And there were so penguins. many penguins that were having eggs. And then, like, the other penguins, they were just laying around. I was thinking it was probably at least, like... Just laying there. I don't like seven or so, like hanging on eggs. And then, like, other other penguins would come around and they would not be happy and would try to, like, <laughs> snip at them and stuff. But it was cool to see them, like, swimming around and stuff. That's so, cute. yeah, the penguin enclosure is super cool and big. They have jellyfish next to it, too. Yeah. It's like, oh. That's pretty cool. Mm hmm. And the other tank, though, was just, like, all of the entire cast of Finding Nemo. <laughs> Basically. It's an extra. <laughs> so many dories. Uh,. What else? Oh, yeah, and the sea lions were there, too. Mm, those were cute. Mm-hmm. They, we left before the, uh, their showtime and stuff. But oh. Yeah, the tigers were out there, too. Mm. It was cool. Two tigers and some red pandas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. Cute. Pretty fun things. Okay. I wish we could put proper <laughs> Um, Wait, try to connect to the Christmas Oh, yeah, that's right. Let's see. Christmas. Herring. And it might ask you for a, like, a password. Oh, oh no, it? it connected. Oh, what? How did it connect on the back? What the fuck? Well. So, try to play <clears throat> the music. Let's see. Ooh, I know what song. That means it's connected. Oh, all those boopity boops. That's usually those what it means. Boops. That's what all my other things do, like my Bluetooth speaker water bottle. <laughs> and the other things. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh. Uh, Put some ratchet shit through it. It works! Okay. Dispecito. Despacito. Crazy, isn't it? Yes. That's super so cool. That is. But yeah, I usually just turn on like the Pandora like Christmas radio. Uh-huh. And then that's what we usually play like when people come over and stuff. Okay. But I'll have to figure out why the hell my phone won't connect to it. I've tried turning on and off. I've tried doing other stuff. Well, whatever. Hmm. I can do it by like an audio port too. Like if I just plug it in, I can do that too. Your but Christmas tree has an aux cord? Yeah. What? Yeah. Not scored Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Ow. Which I'm wondering okay. if I could use like my old phone and just connect it to it and just stick that in the tree. Perhaps. And yeah. just let it play. Yeah. I might do that. Options. Options. I've got options since I have two old phones in my room right now. <laughs> <laughs> I've got options. But yeah. Sweet. Sweet. Options. Okay. Um, this week is paranormal. Yeah. So, and I go first. Yeah. Okay. So this is, uh, I'm going to go with Avila instead of, because not Avila, because there's two L's in it. 
Yeah, I was like, I'm go with Avila. I was like, Avila? No, you're right, Avila. Uh, Avila? Sure. I don't know, we got some weird, like, foreign-named uh, t- cities right here. But Avila, Missouri. Um, so it is a rural village in Jasper County, uh, Missouri. Uh, the population, according to the 2010 census, is 125 people. Um, and it's a part of uh, Joplin, Missouri metro area. 125 people? Mm-hmm. Good lord. Right? Uh, Avila is the fourth oldest set- settlement in Jasper County, Missouri today. Founded in 1856, it was uh, plated and laid out for public use July 23rd, 1958 by Andrew L. Love and David S. Holman. Uh, most of this is just uh, Wikipedia and um, some other article that I forgot to oh, write down what it was. Uh, Avila was uh, also has a fire and rescue station in the town, but law enforcement right. <laughs> so fire and rescue, but law enforcement is provided by the Missouri State Highway Patrol. So they don't have their own. Uh, oh, the Carthage Police Department or the Jasper County Sheriff's Office. So they don't have like Avila Avila Police. Hmm. They probably call it Avila, I assume. Um, Avila. 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 <laughs> Where do you live at? Avila. Oh, that's nice. Like, mm-hmm. what does it look like? No. No, that's the name of the town. It's Avila. <laughs> um, let's see. Avila, Missouri was named honor before 1958 because of the Platt documentation, but who selected the name and why it remains a mystery. Um... So, yeah, Andrew Love and David also were the founders of the town. Uh, merchant land, they were merchant land owners who basically wanted to sell goods and property at the edge of the frontier in the mid er, mid-1850s, but little information was recorded by them and even less about them. An authentic explanation for the name may exist in an old document or letter, but it has yet to be discovered or made public, and the knowledge may have died with the founders. Uh, yeah. In the U.S., the list of similarly named places includes a small town in Noble County, Indiana, a township in Comanche, Comanche, C-O-M-A-N-C-H-E County. Comanche? Comanche. Sure. County. Isn't that like Kansas? Native American? Comanches? Probably. Yeah. It's Kansas, so it's very likely. It's Comanche. <laughs> uh, and an unincorporated community in Saline County, Arkansas. Uh, there is a myth, though, that Avila, Missouri was named after Avila, Indiana. That was started in 1930 when it was published in the uh, MA thesis from Robert Lee Myers of the University of Columbia, of Missouri, Columbia, so MU, idiot, uh, plays <laughs> names in the, oh, from the, thesis called place names in the southwest counties of missouri although early settlers did come to alvala missouri from indiana the indiana town was documented to have been named 17 years after the missouri town mm. um but that was named by uh by judge edwin randall in ni- in 1875 so but before that time avila indiana was known as hilltown until 1875 well, that's a good name mm-hmm. <laughs> Hilltown. Hilltown. We should make that a thing. It was just flat, but it was called Hilltown because they wanted people to move there. Like Greenland and Iceland. Bitches. Okay, so although Avila has a population of 100 or so, whatever, it is considered one of the living ghost towns of historic Route 66. Uh, The rural... 
Uh, yeah. So it's got a rich history, but a dark past, and some say the darkness still haunts the once thriving town. The decline of Avila started after World War II, when people began moving to larger industrial cities for job opportunities. Then in 1960s, when Route 66 was bypassed with I-440. Mm. I-440. Well, and the town lost much of its commerce due to the diverted traffic. The remaining businesses have either failed, closed, or relocated by the 1970s. Then a large fire in 1971 at the Avila Lumber Yard destroyed several of the buildings, including most of the lumber company. Although the lumber yard was rebuilt, the town continued to decline and has never really rebounded completely. Now all that remains are vacant lots, abandoned, building, abandoned buildings, and a few remaining buildings that are still being used. Um, for some reason, yeah, the history kind of like goes backwards in time. Mm. Um, the, in 1915, Bank of Avila served the town for three decades. Uh, then during the Great Depression, the notorious, notorious Irish O'Malley gang robbed the bank and kidnapped the cashier. Um, O'Malley gang? Mm-hmm. That's fun. Uh, although no longer a bank, the historic building has been utilized in the village, um, as the, as the village U.S. post office, goodness, since 1952 and stands as a local cultural icon. That's interesting. Um, like many Missouri towns, uh, Villa found itself split during the Civil War. Just keep going backwards. Uh, tensions among residents of opposing views caused some families to be torn apart, although others left the town in fear of their safety. Confederate guerrilla attacks against Union, union sympathizers were common. William T. Anderson was a pro-Confederate guerrilla leader believed to have led several such attacks. Although he was killed in 1864, Anderson was posthumously nicknamed Bloody Bill for his ruthless actions. Mm-hmm. Uh, another Civil War era legend involves a spirit that haunt, haunting the town, uh, the Avila Phantom Bushwhacker or Rotten jo- Johnny Reb. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's said uh, to haunt not only the town but also the Death Tree. Oh. It is said that during the war, the skull of a Confederate bushwhacker was found. Rather than burying it, it was hung from a tree, so the death tree, as a warning to other bushwhackers. As a result, the ghost of Rotten Johnny Reb searches the town and surrounding woods for his head and for Yankees to kill. (laughs) Yikes! Uh, Many deaths were blamed on him over the years, but the legend driving off many of the remaining township after the war ended. With the legend. Okay, so... Uh, according to the old legend, the only way to end the curse and put Rotten Johnny's spirit to rest is to find his skull, cut it down from the tree, and bury it or set a, it ablaze on holy ground. So like an episode of Supernatural. Yeah. Much. The hell? <laughs> if you believe such legends, it would be nearly impossible to carry this out because the location of the death tree died off when the last survivors of the war did. Mm. Uh-huh. There was a belief that black crows would flock to it during the day as a perch and that it, it was an apple tree that no longer would bear fruit. However, time and the changing landscapes may have have made it nearly impossible to find the tree today if it is still exists at all. Uh, even probably more spooky than rotten Johnny Reb. So rotten just because he like, makes a smell. He's kind of smelly. Uh, and the ghost tree are the multiple sightings of Avila's shadow folk. No. Right? I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So these ghostly figures have been seen through windows, wandering through the halls of abandoned homes, and even strolling down the empty roads in town. The shadow folk are dark figures resembling people, shadows without people to cast them. They are believed to be spiritual impressions of those who lived in Vela long ago. They are most likely to be seen at the old abandoned part of the village along Route 66. Mm. So a confederate smelly ghost and shadow people. Yep. Super fun. And only like 100, 100 to potentially 125 people. That is town. weird. Yeah. So that's why they yeah, have living ghost town. It's like literally a quarter of my graduating class in high, in high school. I think it was like a third of my graduating class. That's weird. Yeah. Well, I guess it would be a quarter of who was supposed to graduate in my class, but a third of maybe who actually graduated. <laughs> no, we had, a, we had a pretty good... I mean, we had some people graduate that was just like... They called their name and were just like... What? Yeah. Like no, we crack. had like 400 and some people who were supposed to... Like 450, something uh-huh. like that, that were supposed to graduate. And I think only like 320 actually oh. walked or oh. whatever. Like got their degrees. They so. actually... Oh. Yeah. yeah. I think... I don't... Yeah, I think everyone graduated. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. Yeah. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. Okay, yeah. So let's yes. Avila. Maybe we could try and go. Check it out if you want. I don't know. I don't think nah. I want to smell like Confederate ghost. Nah. Me nah. 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 I mean. Nah, I mean, nah, Jelly bean. Okay. Cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, so... Mine's a little bit different. Uh-huh. Mine's still paranormal. Uh-huh. But probably not what you're thinking, as it's not about ghosts. <gasps> what? It's about aliens. What? Because I was like, you know what? I feel like fucking doing something different. I'm do I'm gonna it. do some aliens, because I yes. also believe in aliens. Because X-Files. Because if you don't, I feel like you're stupid. Mm-hmm. Because we can't be the only life form in the fucking universe. Absolutely not. Um, all right. So, I have a few alien encounters okay so i found this website fuck i can't remember what the hell the website was now uh-huh. i literally looked up just like aliens in kansas uh-huh. and it, it like ufo sightings i think something like that yeah. in kansas and there's this whole website that like you could just like click on the links of like hundreds of mm-hmm. these things and literally one was just posted like 11 24 2017 so like it goes all the way from like 1963 to like or earlier than that even uh, all the way to like now wow so there was a ton so i basically just kind of like skipped every once in a while and then just yeah. clicked on one saw if it was cool or not or like looked at the titles of them etc uh-huh. um yeah so i did a little bit something different um so this one uh this one is was posted in 2006 however it apparently occurred um to this person's, like, grandparents in, like, mm. 1931. Ooh. So, yeah, so, like, no other instance has been reported from this, at least. Great Depression time. Yeah. Um, so, aliens. it was in Abilene, Kansas. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then this is, basically, like, this is the whole story part of it. It says, this is what my mother relay- uh, uh, relayed to me dur- regarding an experience my grandparents had. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't tell anyone for 20 or more years because they didn't want anybody to think they were crazy. They said that they were both edu- uh, college educated. Uh, grandfather was a dentist. Grandmother was an active was active in civic and church affairs. Um, neither of them 
uh, were prone to being fanciful, like basically both children of homesteading parents who worked their way to actual gra- to actually graduate from college. So mm-hmm. like they came from like humble backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Um, blah 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 blah. So yeah, they're so not they're, they're, they're normal people. Yeah, yeah they're okay. not like dumb hick from the farm, whatever right. people. They're actually <laughs> pretty smart. Um, they were so supposedly they were driving from Abilene to Salina. And we're on US 40 near the local pump station known as Sand Springs, which apparently this building is still there. Um, The only information that was told, um, sorry, uh, that I was told, oh, by my mother, was that their car engine stopped, their watches stopped, and they had to eventually reset them when they finally arrived in Salina. The watches were approximately 30 minutes slow, mm. um, but while this happened, a silverish disc-like Ooh. object came down in front of their car and hovered there. They didn't speak uh, because they were too stunned from what they were seeing, but from their standpoint, it hovered for only a few moments and then zipped off into the sky. However, they always wondered what had actually happened because the time difference of their watches, um, mm-hmm. and they never understood like if it was just a, like an airplane or something but they're like it was a disc shape yeah. that wasn't an airplane too low. um and but then um they said they don't know if they have if they had told any other authorities or anything like that mm. because pretty much everyone else they may have told is deceased by now oh yeah so sad day for those people um so yeah that was like one of the earliest sightings so it was like okay so it marks back to all the way to 1931 um this one is this one's kind of a a long one. That's fine. Um, actually, hold on. I'm gonna read this other one first. Okay. Only because the title of this like made me laugh. Um, <laughs> the entire thing is in all caps, so I really wanted to read it like that. Do like, it. oh my god, blah, blah, blah. like it's just very excited sounding. Yes. Um, so this was posted in 2009, but apparently it occurred in 1972. Uh. Um, it's in Osawatomie, Kansas. Um, the shape was circle and duration was about 30 minutes. So on this website, it tells you when it occurred, um, when it was like, um, I can't remember what the other one was. And then it was posted location, shape and duration. Mm. So all of them, like you can literally just like click, like do control F on your computer if you want to and find all the circle shapes, all the cigar shapes, all the triangle shapes, like Ah. depends on what you want to see or how long some of them were. Some of them were like. 30 seconds, some of them were like four hours. Yeah. Some of them were all day, apparently. I don't know. So uh-huh. it's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, it was just kind of fun to read. Let me see. So this is the all caps one, but I'm not going to read it like that. Um, this sighting was real. <laughs> That's what made me laugh. Aliens. <laughs> real. <laughs> like, this what made me laugh the first time. This sighting was real. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, we aren't, like, we aren't <laughs> saying it's not. Calm Got down. It. Calm down. Whoa. Um, the small craft descended and followed our car. The craft was at the same altitude of my window on the passenger side. I screamed to my then husband to stop the car, but he was in panic and refused. <laughs> the object was relatively small, made no sound, and was so close to me to the uh, and to the ground that I was able to see its two lights on each side of the craft. One light was red and the other one was green. One was partially um, burned in the middle. Um, my son, which I don't know what that means. Uh, was partially burned in the middle. Like one of the lights? Yeah, apparently. Huh. I don't know. Uh, my son then, uh, who was then two years old, kept pointing at the object and asking what it was. I saw no one inside because the rest of the craft is completely dark. Nothing happened to the car in terms of anything going dead, but there, um, there's missing time because after 
caught after it chased us the next thing i remember was looking back at the craft the craft turning completely bright and rising in a vertical way mm. uh i remember going home and telling my mother what we had seen and falling and falling asleep until the next day it was early it was early evening when we saw this my husband and i never spoke again about it not even once I was like, okay. Uh, there's a second part to the story, uh, which to this day I don't know if it really happened or was a dream. I meant to clarify, or mean to clarify that the sighting of the craft, etc., is completely true. But the second part of what I think I saw experience, I don't know if I dreamt it or not. I've never forgotten this experience, and many times I've tried to relive it. It's like this person has literally gone back to the same fucking site <laughs> and like driven on that road. Uh-huh. Um, but they don't post the second part of the thing. I think probably because it's probably crazy. Yeah. That's probably gonna be all in their head. Whatever. Yeah. Um, okay, so then here's the other one that's, like, longer. But this is um, in 2011. Posted in 2011. Happened in 2011. So, like, five months after they posted it. Nice. Uh, location is Kansas City, Kansas. Ah. Did I say the last location of that other one? I don't think so. Yeah, I did. Also, what I mean. Yeah. Ah, okay. Um, it's, a, it's a disc shape, and duration is question mark. Ah. Only because the first one, uh, the first sentence is possible abduction, <laughs> witnessed several hovering discs from the ground. <laughs> so this person may or may not have been abduct- abducted from by aliens. <laughs> so this is why I thought it was so funny. So I was just like, I okay, it's not, it's a serious thing, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It always cracks me up. So the night this happened, my husband and I were pretty. Uh, we're pretty. We're up pretty late. Good God! Watching a movie. It ended about 1:30 a.m. and I went up to bed. My husband was crashed out in the basement, so I decided to leave him there. I climbed into my bed and my next to my daughter, who frequently sneaks out of her bed to sleep with me. Uh, I must have been exhausted and just crashed, which is odd for me because it usually takes several minutes to get to sleep. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, I don't know why she goes on and on about that. I don't know. Well. Any, I don't need to know your sleep schedule. Or your sleep routine. Just fucking tell me what happened. Right. Um, so the next morning, I woke up extremely dehydrated and recalled a very startling and vivid, quote, dream mm. of being around aliens and UFOs. Oh. Who is it? Um. Okay, back now. Hold on. Sit in here if you want. Um, where was I? Hillary's man is here. Oh my god. <laughs> Dear Jesus. <laughs> How much of that wine have you had? Not even a drink. No, I've um, had a lot of robot okay. Oh, um, she woke up dehydrated. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, Oh, vivid dream of being around aliens and UFOs. This was so startling and unlike any other dream that I've ever had, so I decided to explore other options, such as an actual abduction. <laughs> I couldn't read this without laughing today. <laughs> I've heard of the UFO alien phenomena, but I never actually given it much consideration until this event. I don't recall being, quote, beamed up, but I clearly remember being taken somehow to a place with a lot of hallways. Oh, dear Jesus. Um, I Then I remember feeling like I was being instructed to urinate in a long and wide <laughs> tube with strange markings on the side. I think the markings indicated measurements of measurements or something. Uh, the last thing I remember was being on the ground outside in what looked like a vacant slash abandoned parking lot. Um, I remember the concrete had lots of cracks in it like it was old and worn. 
She gives a lot of details about yeah. the ground. I don't know why. Um, there were evergreen trees surrounding this place, but there were other people standing around me in, um, with cages of small animals, mm. like house cats, birds, dogs, etc. I got the feeling like these people around me were going were going to release them. Oh no. Okay. I remember feeling like it was approaching morning, but it was still dark outside. I looked up in the sky and noticed several. Um, at least four UFO crafts very near above the ground to this parking lot just hovering. They were uh, three red lights, or there were three red lights coming down from the bottom of them that I... What? Oh, she put an exclamation point, not I. Uh, that I blurred or blinked until they came to one light beam. It's very hard to explain. <laughs> These craft were larger than I'd have expected for you to see on television. Um... I guess I'd always pictured them to be the size of a small bus, but they were the size of a large home. I don't re ever remember being inside of the craft of being inside of the of a building or structure near this lot. The other, which I was like, okay, were you just kidnapped? Like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. The other people there, like me, weren't completely in reality. It was like, um, it was like we were in a trance. I remember standing in this lot looking up and seeing one UFO flying high, stop, fly for a little bit to the left, stop, fly higher, stop, and then flew off and vanished. <laughs> okay. Uh, so after looking up at these UFOs from the ground, I remember it all of a sudden uh, clicking um, that this wasn't normal. No <laughs> shit. And I remember taking off running as fast as I could. I just snapped back to reality. As, I, uh, as soon as I had started to run, I recall the others, which I assumed also had also been taken, almost clicking to and all and everyone scattering in all directions <laughs> the last thing i recall is some kind of luminescent beam of sorts encasing me as i ran i woke up very dehydrated and a bit weak and still tired but i remembered um like it's almost like it had oh almost like it had really happened after that night i had a minor sore throat and an occasional minor pains in my abdomen mm. this lasted about 2 weeks on and off ordinarily i would have Chalk this up to just being my dream or subconscious manifesting in my fears and or my fears in an odd way. Mm -hmm. But the next day, my my daughter said something extremely startling to me. She said, "Mommy, who were those boys that came and took you when you were sleeping?" I questioned her a little, but I didn't want to push her with it, so I sort of left it be. Um, she didn't seem particularly worried or concerned about it; just kind of curious. She was just shy of four years old at the time, so and I've asked her since about it off and on, but she doesn't appear to recall much more than she already said. Since then, um, she started to attend meetings and joined a group for experiencers, mm. and have been speaking with the leader, who is also a, a regression therapist. Um, I haven't shared this with anybody outside of the small group about my experience because I'm pretty sure my peers, family, and, and friends would think I'm crazy, so I'd like to keep it this somewhat anonymous. Um, she started to piece together a few of her memories from childhood and started questioning them more. For example, she remembers a period of time missing when she was about 12 years old where there were several hours un unaccounted for when she had never even thought to question uh, the missing time it even heard the phrase until that last event occurred. So oh, apparently yeah. she's claiming now that she may have been abducted before. twice. Where? I so yeah. Find her. I want to talk to her. That one, well, it's, so it's, like it's a, anonymous. Well, fine. So it's like a, like a group like in X-Files that... I guess so. School A... What? And that... Why do um, you keep bringing up X-Files? Because that's my biggest reference. Oh my God. Are you rewatching X-Files right now? No, I can't. Oh. Memphis doesn't have it. Oh, that's right. They took it off. It's My sad. bad. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. 
for mine. Nice. What about, what about huh? you, Dylan? Do you have any more people to die at, on, at oh, yeah. Do you the casino? people die at the casino No, yet? not yet. <laughs> not yet? <laughs> rest, rest in peace, Ann Fritz. <laughs> not yet. Oh, no. Oh, oh gosh. Okay. Um, uh, escape room tip? Or do mine? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I just looked at my text. I have 13 text messages from a fucking family group. Oh, gosh. I hate group chats. <laughs> so much. Be off. Um, yeah, so escape room tip. What number is this? Number 56. I don't know. Mm, that's fine. I really should go back through and check if I have it. Okay, matter. no one cares. <laughs> um, I had that escape room tip. What was it? I told you the other day at work. I said, hey, that's. A- oh, I forget. I remember. Um, don't put things back. Yeah. <laughs> don't close the doors either. Don't close doors. Don't put things away because you don't know where they go. And it takes us longer because we can't just leave it there. We have to undo it again mm-hmm. and then re-put it back there to just to check you. It's very annoying. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. It's a very quick escape room tip, but there yeah. you go. Just, just don't. Leave it open. Just leave it alone. It helps us know what you're what you have done as well when we're trying to help you. True. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You got a KC fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got one for Kansas. Who's that? Who looked it up? This is. Susanna Medora Salter. Uh, she is the first woman elected as mayor and one of the first women elected to any political office in the United States. She, as she served as the mayor of Argonia, Kansas. Mm-hmm. I've never even heard of that. Right? Me neither. I just Googled Kansas fun facts and some of the other fun facts are Missouri. So, um, but she was in office from April fourteenth, eighteen eighty-seven to eighteen eighty-eight, um, and her husband's name is Lewis Allison Salter. I just thought it was interesting for his middle name. Um, and she went to Kansas State Agricultural College. Um, but yeah, she's the first. Female. Her election was a surprise because her name had been placed on a slate of candidates as a prank by a group of men against women in politics, hoping to secure a loss that would humiliate women and discourage them from running. Because candidates did not have to be made public before election day, Salter herself did not know she was on the ballot before the polls opened. When on election day itself, she agreed to accept office if elected. The Women's Christian Temperance Union abandoned its own preferred candidate and voted for Slater in mass. And then additionally, the Republican Party chairman sent a delegation to her home and confirmed that she would serve and the Republicans agreed to vote for her, helping to secure her election by a two-thirds majority. (laughs) So that's last time uh, someone will make a joke about that. (laughs) Women... But, yeah, she didn't have a very, like, eventful thing. But she'll have to be, like, the first U.S. woman in politics. First woman in U.S. politics. Mm-hmm. Off of a joke. <laughs> and when, <laughs> when people didn't know you were going to run. Uh, oh, man. She lived until to be 101, though. Shit. She was born in March 2nd, 1861, and died March 17, 1961. Dang, girl. She lives in Argonia Cemetery. She the political lives party. In Argonia Cemetery. Uh, she, I mean, that's where she her resides. body is. I mean, hey, if the cost of living 
if the price of first inventories goes up, it's clearly the cost of living. I'm going to say what I want. Right. She had nine children. She still she had nine children, but still ran a political office Ew. successfully. I know. Well, I mean, that was That's time. Gross. That's what like. I don't know. Um, what else? And the political party was the Prohibition political party. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> don't know what that means. But yeah. So that was that. And yeah, her husband died before she did, and she's the one who had all those kids. Uh, yeah. Oh, honors. Uh, in 1933, a commemorative bronze plaque was placed in Argonia's public square, honoring her as the first woman mayor in the United States. The house she lived in during her tenure as mayor was pl- added to the National Register of Historic Places in September 1971. Yeah. That is... Oh, no. Susanna M. Salter. I had another thing that I was going to say. Now I forgot. Okay. Afterwards. After. Oh. I was, yeah. I think Dawn again. She uh, listened to our episode and said that we did a good job. That gave us for last oh, week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She said it. And then hopefully I'll see her. At, did I do good with her story? She did. She said you done. She said she said you done good. Oh you done good, girl. <laughs> we did good. We did a good job. You did a good job. <laughs> 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 okay, thanks. Welcome. <laughs> Good job. And then she's she's also going to be at the Micro Murder live show, the early show. When is that? On the 9th. What day is that? Oh, a Saturday. Mm, at nice. 7. So, I'm excited. And I'm probably going to talk about it every time and then talk about it afterwards, after it happens. That's fine. That's cool. Okay. Uh, hey. Hey. Yeah. I got you something. Okay. okay. I got it. I was at Heidi and I figured that you would sketchy, like it. Sketchy brown sack. Is it alcohol? No. It's better. Oh my god, that's awesome. Freddy's fry sauce. Ah. 18 fucking ounces. <laughs> <laughs> Big ass bottle. No. Great just... with burgers, hot dogs, and chicken, chicken, and of course, fries. Yeah. I almost do doing... anything. Right. I somehow ended up in that aisle that had it, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna see it tomorrow, I'm gonna get it. It's giant. It is giant. That's pretty awesome. Thank you. Instead of ketchup, which is Freddy's fries sauce. Huh? Instead of ketchup, which is Freddy's. Yeah. I will literally use it on everything. (laughs) I'm just gonna make french fries all the time now. So thank you. Well, thank you for the 20 pounds I'm about to gain because you got me fucking fry sauce. You're welcome. You could dip fruit in if vegetables in it, right? Ew. Okay. No. Okay. No. Never mind. <laughs> and and that's, that's Casey. Did not see your finger count down. <laughs> I had a year. I thought dad, it was low enough. I did not see that. <laughs> okay. We got it. It's fine. We did it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hi, guys. Don't forget you can listen to That's KC on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. If we are not on your favorite podcast directory, let us know. You can chat with us on the Twitter or Instagram at That's KC Pod and Facebook at That's KC. If you'd like to help keep the local liquor, food, and this podcast flowing, you can support us on Patreon. If you have suggestions for local Kansas City, Missouri, and Kansas food and drink, or, you know, would like to send us something, wink, wink, please send us an email to thatskcpod at gmail.com. P.S. If you have your own local story you would like to share or have a suggestion for us to research, we'd love to hear from you via email. Oh, intro music is provided by Brian Lawson. Okay, bye!